Greetings from the Shadow World, and welcome to Humble Hauntings, where ghost enthusiasts and lovers of the unknown can pull up a seat and make themselves at home. I am your host, MJ McAdams, part-time shadow person, full-time supernatural seeker, and today we will surely be seeing double after these tales of terror. Tales of the doppelganger. But first... A word from our friends at Realm of Unknown. Hello, and welcome to the Realm of Unknown. My name is Shane, and I shall be your guide along this strange adventure, into a world all its own, filled to the brim with wonders and mysteries. A podcast that focuses on all things paranormal and supernatural. Join me, your host, each week as we dive deep into unique stories and legends about the unexplained and strange from all around the globe. You can find Realm of Unknown on all your favorite podcast listening platforms such as Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, and more. So come join us and take part in our next journey into the realm of unknown. And now for today's story. A large mirror, so at first it appeared to me in my confusion, now stood where none had been perceptible before. And, as I stepped up to it, in extremity of terror, mine own image, but with features all pale and dabbled in blood, advanced, with a feeble and tottering gait to meet me. This is a quote from Edgar Allan Poe's short story, William Wilson, a tale that deals with the theme of the double, or doppelganger. It is a story of an unnamed narrator of noble birth, who is haunted by his double, a boy he met whilst at school, with the same name and same face as himself. But this double can only speak in whispers and meets him at every turn in life to thwart the narrator's plans. Tales of the doppelganger are nothing new, and the being itself is the object of much fear and uncertainty. We see their influence even to this day, like in Jordan Peele's film Us and Stephen King's horror novel The Outsider. But what is a doppelganger? Doppelganger is a German word, which translates literally to double walker. 
It is an unrelated but identical being to oneself, a living double of an individual. More times than not, the doppelganger is portrayed as a harbinger of death, and in some tales, is seen as an evil twin. Both in English and German folklore, seeing one's double could only mean one thing. Death would be upon you soon. Even if it was another who saw your double, grim tidings were still to come. For if someone saw your doppelganger, you would soon fall very ill. In some cultures, even seeing a portrait or photograph version of your double was dangerous. The Canelo people of South America are said to hate photos and paintings, believing that these pictures capture the soul of a person. That soul lives on through these images, becoming one's doppelganger. In Norse mythology, we see a version of the double known as the Vardagar. It is a phenomena where a person is seen or heard before they actually arrive in a certain place. A sort of reverse deja vu, if you will. In some cultures, shadows are seen as the double self or the soul of an individual. You step on your shadow, you'll wound yourself. Any damage onto your shadow would affect you directly. And if you cast no shadow at all, then you have no soul. When you think of the many tales of vampires who lack a reflection, this actually makes a lot of sense. In many Native American beliefs, there is an upper world and an underworld. The good people live in the upper world, or our world, and the evil doubles we each have reside in the underworld. It is said that whatever is occurring to you in the upper world, the opposite is happening to your evil counterpart in the underworld. Stories of the doppelganger reach back as far as ancient Egypt. The double they believed in was a spiritual double known as a Ka. They believed that everyone was born with a Ka. After an individual had passed on, their Ka would live on as long as it had a place to live, which was usually the body of the deceased. This was why Egyptians mummified their dead, for if the body was left to rot, this spiritual double would perish, and the departed would not be granted their chance for eternal life. Legends of the Doppelganger are sure to leave anyone feeling uneasy, weary even. But what makes these tales so unique is the sheer amount of recorded cases of their existence. And you might even recognize a few of the names I'm about to mention, all of which were met with their very own double. Percy Shelley, a brilliant poet of English literature, was said to have seen his doppelganger on countless occasions before his tragic demise. He confessed as such to his wife, Mary Shelley, author of Frankenstein. Now, between the two, one would expect Mary Shelley to have the more paranormal encounters, 
based on her novel alone, a story which still inspires the science fiction and horror genre today. But it was in fact Percy who seemed to be plagued by these visions of his own double. The most unnerving encounter was said to have occurred when he walked out onto the terrace of their home, only to be met by his doppelganger. This spiritual twin watched him for a moment, before asking him, How long do you mean to be content? Even Mary Shelley's dear friend, Jane Williams, confessed to seeing Percy passing by outside her window and strolling along to the dead end of the path, but never returning. It was shortly after his confession to his wife, that Percy Shelley drowned in a sailing accident in 1812. He was only 29 years old. And he's not the only one. It is often said that royals and people of power witnessed their own doppelganger. As in the case of Queen Elizabeth I. Queen Elizabeth I reigned from 1558 to 1601 and was the last of the Tudor lineage to rule England. She was described as quite a level-headed monarch, not someone likely to believe in the supernatural or paranormal tales of this world. And that, I think, makes the story of her demise even more frightening. According to the account made by the Queen herself, she entered her chambers one evening only to find a ghostly version of herself lying motionless in her own bed, as if she was a corpse laid out for presentation. Her double was pale and lifeless and looked so horribly real. Most would have chalked it up to an apparition due to stress. After all, it's no easy feat to rule a country. But soon after seeing this double, Queen Elizabeth I passed away. Another leader who met a similar fate was none other than Abraham Lincoln himself, the 16th President of the United States of America, known to many as Honest Abe. And he was no stranger to the paranormal. It is said that during the evening of his election, Lincoln decided to rest a moment on his couch. When he looked to the mirror on the wall, he was startled to find two faces. One belonged to himself, while the other was a gaunt and ghastly pale double. Startled, the president jumped to his feet, only for the image in the mirror to vanish. But when Lincoln settled back down on the couch, the double returned. Lincoln repeated this experiment from time to time, but only saw his mere doppelganger on one other occasion. And while Lincoln himself was simply taken aback by the experience, his wife Mary was deathly frightened by it. She believed the vision of the double meant that Lincoln would indeed be elected a second term, as two of them had appeared in the mirror. But that ultimately he would not survive his second term in office. And she was right. 
Lincoln did get elected a second term, and it was during that term that the 16th president of the United States of America was murdered. On April 14, 1865, he was assassinated by John Wilkes Booth while at the theater with his wife. He died the very next day. Though the doppelganger has proved to be an ill omen throughout history, there were such cases where it was merely an unfortunate being, a bringer of endless bad luck, not resulting in death, but troublesome all the same. Such was the eerie case of Emily Saget. Emily Saget was a well-liked, attractive, and intelligent French woman. She was a teacher by trade, and wherever she worked, she was adored by staff and students alike. For a time. You see, Emily had a problem of a certain paranormal nature. This problem was the reason that in the 16 years she had been teaching, she had been employed in 19 different schools, all of which asked her to leave. Emily Saget, you see, had a ghostly twin. It is when she arrived at her 19th place of work that these experiences were recorded by students, and each is more disturbing than the last. The first time this doppelganger was spotted was during class while Emily taught a group of 17 girls. She had been writing on the board when all of a sudden, a ghostly double appeared before them. It stood at her side and shadowed her movements as she taught them. But while everyone else could see this apparition in the room, Emily Saget could not. And so the story goes that wherever Emily went, her doppelganger was close behind, though she was never able to see the being for herself. When she ate, so did her double. When she taught, her double mimicked each gesture. But there were times the double acted on its own. One day, Emily had been attending to the school garden with her class while being watched over by a supervisor. But when the supervisor stepped out, the class was surprised to find that Emily had returned, now sitting at her desk. At first, nothing seemed out of the ordinary. Until someone pointed out Emily Saget was still in the garden. The class looked back at their teacher's doppelganger, most fearful of the being. But a few bold students approached her desk and tried to touch it, their hands passing right through the doppelganger. And they claimed the only sensation they felt was similar to running one's fingers through cobwebs. The mystery of Emily Saget has never been solved, but it is without a doubt one of the most unsettling and unique cases of doppelganger activity in human history.
It is a tale none of us are soon to forget. Stick around after this word from our sponsors to hear a tale of an empress who meets her doppelganger and then her doom. Catherine II, better known as Catherine the Great, was no ordinary woman. After marrying the Emperor of Russia, Peter III, Catherine organized a coup d'etat to overthrow him and seize the throne, after which she ruled as Empress of Russia from 1762 to 1796. Her reign is regarded as the Golden Age of Russia, and she is the country's longest reigning female leader. An intelligent and bold woman, Catherine revitalized Russia, ushering the country into an age of enlightenment, which allowed it to become a larger and stronger country. A woman like her was not easily startled or frightened, even when face to face with her very own doppelganger. The legend goes that one night, Catherine was resting in her chambers when her servants came rushing in, their faces all flustered as they spoke over one another in worried voices. When she had gotten them to calm down, the servants explained that Catherine had just been seen in the throne room. But that was impossible. Catherine had been resting in her bedchambers the entire time. It is likely she didn't think much of it, a possible prank from another royal to frighten her. A silly jest. But all the same, she gathered her sentries as a precaution and journeyed to the throne room. They opened the door quickly, guns at the ready. It was dark inside the throne room, and more than anything, perfectly silent. Catherine scanned every corner of the room until her eyes came to rest on the throne itself. Her throne. It was not empty. Something sat calmly upon it. No. Someone. Someone quite familiar to Catherine. The woman was a mere image of herself, every detail perfectly executed down to the last hair atop her head. The other Catherine watched her calmly and silently. She was almost statuesque as her eyes scanned the sentries, the servants, and Catherine herself. It was a cold stare devoid of any human emotion, a shallow reflection of the true empress. Her blood ran cold, and despite her racing heart and the goosebumps that covered every inch of exposed flesh, Catherine's voice was steady 
as she ordered the sentries to fire at her double. No one really knows the conclusion to the events of that night. What happened in the throne room is now lost to time. Was it a mere imposter? Or was it something more? Something powerful? Did any of the bullets meet their target? Or was their attack all in vain? There is one thing we are certain of, however. I'd like to tell you that the story has a happy ending, that the events of that night were merely a ruse. But in saying that, I would be lying to you, dear Spookable. And shadow people, like myself, are always honest. It was soon after the sighting of Catherine's doppelganger that she suffered a stroke and fell into a deep coma, a coma of which she would never awaken. On November 17, 1796, at the age of 67, Catherine the Great left this mortal world, leaving behind a legacy that history will never forget. Doppelgangers. They seem to be as mysterious as they are deadly. They are a phenomenon that still strike horror in the hearts of mortals and continue to inspire the stories we read the movies we watch, and the art we both fear and admire. If these tales have taught us anything today, it's this. If you happen to run across your own double, run. Run as fast as you can, and never look back. Thank you for joining me today at Humble Hauntings, a show where the lovers of the unknown will always have a home. If you like this episode, please leave a review, subscribe, or even share it with friends and loved ones. There's always room for one more in this humble family, and when it comes to hauntings, the more, the merrier. But until next time, my spookables, remember, home is where the haunt is.